0: Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your
1: number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale.
0: Let <laughs> me tell you something funny that happened to me today. Please. So it was really windy, which is why, you know, yes, all it's that been sp- windy
1: as hell, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, anywho, so. It was so windy at work. Like, like so lately, like, the wind has just been pretty aggressive. Like, I'll eat lunch, and if the door opens, when, because our office is pretty shotgun, we'll go back through it, and I'll be in the, the break room, which is, like, shotgun, like, the next room in the back, and the wind will blow, and it'll lift up the little foam panels that are on yeah. the ceiling. So, today, I'm, like, sitting at the desk. I'm at the front desk, and then this gust of wind just comes out of nowhere and just blows the door open, and, like, there's, like, piles of paper sitting on my desk, and they just fly everywhere. You know? <laughs> it, it, it's like it was like Looney Tunes. I was gonna like a, say, like yeah, a, something like, like yeah. yeah, like a cartoon. Like a like like if there were, were a stock video of wind blowing papers everywhere, that would be it. Very
1: uh slapsticky.
0: Very slapsticky. But the good thing was like a lot of it was like the same copy of stuff. So I just had to like get them all together. Yeah. But yeah, it was it, but it didn't blow up the candle. Whoa I'm, oh, I'm, interesting. Yeah I'm like it's a strong candle, you know, but but yeah it was a all... It was crazy, but hell yeah. Yeah. The yeah. wind has been whipping around here for sure. Yeah, I was is. just taking a dump
1: <laughs> earlier oh, today yeah. and just hearing it like whip up against the bathroom window. It's window. Like, Holy shit. Holy
0: shit. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why the mid city mall was all shut down and stuff. Yeah. I think there's just been some outages because yeah, it was weird day too. Cause like whenever I went to the post office, like I walked out and I just got soaked in this storm that lasted like a minute and a half. Yeah, you know, from head to toe, just soaked. Like my clothes had to, you know, I didn't have to take them off or anything, but yeah, certainly, like very to take like to dry.
1: quick, hard storms, and then it won't rain, and then it'll be sunny. And right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not loud. ideal.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. It's funky. You ready? Let's do it.
1: all right welcome to the brain buster boys episode 99 holy shit my name is brett jagger along with big Su- i mean beaumont Rand.
0: no it's big sue jackson actually you know you're you're wrong who's that sue jack yeah 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 you you and my birth certificate they're both wrong you but, know um yeah shout out to big sue jackson of shout, shout, wrestle
1: out, arts indie
0: he is. Yeah. No, I saw him posted something about doing some sort of audio engineering or something, Hell some yeah. sort of tweet. You know what? Like if since we're doing a retro episode, which, um, you know, we are. I know it says that in our YouTube description, and I'm sure it'll say that You know, how we used to have things like the Greg Goldman medal or something like that. Let's start a new one. I'm going to start. the. Let's do it. The Sue Jackson tweet
1: of the week. <laughs> all right. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> There's a little sound effect all for right, you. All right. All right. <laughs> Um The hmm. S J T of the Dub. S J T of the Dub. And for those not watching, your Bo's name on Streamyard has simply been Sue Jackson since yeah. we've been uh, doing this as an homage to one of our favorite wrestlers from Wrestle Arts Indie, which is coming up on Saturday, March 25th. I've actually been meaning to talk to you about that offline, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still able to go to that? Oh. Uh- I should be. It's I a mean, Saturday it's a... this time. It was a Friday, but that, that's Saturday, why, probably, March 25th. That, that would probably work better for me. Tight. Um, well, we'll talk uh, offline about it. But, yeah, Rest of uh, Arts all right. Indy, we will be covering it again. Our boy Alex Azar in the chat. Greg Goldman is tight, he says. Yeah, Greg hope, Goldman is tight. I hope he tight. calls in. Well, hope we he hope he calls, calls in. Uh, we're hoping to have old Greg uh, on the show next week for number 100. Spoiler alert! Yes, spoiler we hope alert. not confirmed. I mean, yeah, it's been tough to get a hold. of Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll need it. We'll need to reach out. But he uh, had
1: Heard he had a bit of a rough Christmas too. I haven't got the whole story. Oh,
0: it, but here, here's a great. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I heard he did too. Have but, you
1: literally um, just been scrolling Twitter to find a tweet? I have. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: oh wow. So there's a.
0: Um, a Google bot, not like kind of like a chat FT, oh, fuck, whatever it is. You know, the the, 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 the the those AIs that are out now that'll, like, write a paper for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so this week, which was five days ago, this is close spot. I we'll work on the engineering. Also, not in the popular musical artist, which is this bot. Someone asked this bot, who is Big Suit Jackson? So, you no know, normal stuff Your Big Suit Jackson is a professional wrestler and bully who has been active <laughs> in the wrestling scene since 2011. She is known for her intimidating size oh, and stern appearance. Oh, come on. Next and the fan and wrestlers alike. She is a graduate of the School of Rock, ROC, and holds the <laughs> a button on at odds with wrestling. Big Sue Jackson is also featured in the old wrestling extravaganza pack from Filsinger Games and is a popular artist on Real 105.1 radio station. <laughs>
1: So yeah. was this did you did you type this in or how did no, this no, 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 he
0: did. And then his his response to that as he um, posted the picture was close, comma, bot but work on the gendering and also not a popular musical artist.
1: Oh, is this? Uh, were, so, were you just scrolling through Big Sue's tweets? Is that yes. okay? Yes, I see. Yes, yes. Now it's all coming together.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was just something from Big Sue.
1: <laughs> Sweet. So, I yeah. guess the winner of the inaugural Big Sue Jackson tweet of the week is Big yeah. Sue Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And also, I guess I can do this right now. Do you mean to put who is the who are the Brain Buster Boys into this? Yeah, bot you might and, might as well. Yeah. Right, who are the Brain Buster Boys into this bot? Here we go. And go shoot. Hang on. Anyway, what you got? What you got? why asked this robot here. What you what what
1: you got? What you what what you got? Episode right. ninety nine is what I, I got.
0: Know that, I know it's the future. There are robots and all kinds of crazy stuff. Here we go. All right, this is perplexity perplex perplexity okay. that is currently finding this. And as it's oh, right, here we go. The Brainbuster Boys are the hosts of a wrestling podcast. They discuss topics such as elimination chamber and dynamite, and their shows described as comedic.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good yeah such as elimination chamber and Dynamo. well i think they
0: they picked it from our last episode is exactly oh, what it did it yeah. scrolled through the description yeah
1: we got popeye burger
0: in the chat yeah, gpt no i thought it was <laughs> i thought I, I thought it was i've been calling it chat roulette you know yeah.
1: but it is i guess chat gbt i feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. a similar concept right or yeah maybe yeah no or, no or, no.
0: yeah it's, but chat it's way that's way more advanced you could ask it for how to like make hydrochloric acid and it'll like tell you how to do it step by step but it'll also be like be sure you do it with the real chemist and don't fucking burn your hand off well fortunately we know a real chemist so we do yeah 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 so he could help help us
1: make many of the different acids. Yeah. Yeah. You got to love it. Well, hey, yeah. Episode 99, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do about know.
0: Very stressful number, too. You know, like, you know, about to, like, roll over to those three digits. What also makes me think of that and, like, Y2K and all that stuff. Uh,
1: you know, when yes. things
0: roll over to that, you know, next double zero thing, it's just pandemonium in some people's eyes. It is a Louisville throwback for sure. Oh, man. lots of pornography
1: well speaking of uh y2k 1999 was the year that y2j chris jericho debuted in wwf
0: yeah and Um, and was y2j
1: only a wwf thing
0: yeah so like
1: the way they debuted his character is it was like the he it was like august of 99 is when he debuted he came and interrupted the rock famously cut this amazing promo. And then the rock just skewered it, but it was incredible. But like months in advance, they started putting up this clock mm-hmm. and it said like, count down to the millennium. And it would say like 600 hours X days their minutes, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they had, they would show that like every week for, probably over a month i would say mm-hmm. and then finally the clock hit zero and then he came out and you know a lot oh, of the, a lot wild. of the fans the smart fans knew it was him like there were yeah. people with jericho signs but mm-hmm. yeah at the time it was really fucking cool but uh yeah i guess this is a well it's a homage to chris
0: jericho yeah. now fuck and, and i feel like no one's ever written like a retro post-apocalyptic story about if y2k really happened yeah. I think that'd be pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> maybe be. maybe you should do it. Oh no, yeah. But actually, now that I got the idea in my head, that sounds
1: fun. I bet and I bet people would eat it up. They what better were, what was Greg Goldman doing when Y2K happened?
0: Oh yeah. What was what
1: were we all doing? You yeah. That deep trauma
0: scarred within all of us. You know, oh, I, I remember I was so anxious about that, or I wasn't so anxious about it. I guess I was curious. Which I guess there is some degree of anxiety sprinkled in there, but yeah i remember i, I was um I, where i went to church i remember asking um neil bryan shout out to neil bryan neil <laughs> bryan president of Bedford loan and deposit bank where my money where my checking account <laughs> still resides um oh, yeah and yeah and i asked him too i was like well like what, what's gonna happen and he was like oh no the the dates are just gonna go to 2000 some people think if the computers switch from a 99 to a zero if they don't have the four things and they're going to think reset everything and everyone's bank account's going to be gone he's like well that's not going to
1: happen I it was just like sick thank you neil brian i'll tell you what it'd be if it did though yeah <laughs> it would
0: have been like it would be great
1: <laughs> i remember i was at my buddy kevin bb's house we would always go there like when i mean we were what like 10 years old at this point when you're 11 something like that Yeah, And I don't know why, you know, we were kids and we would go out and bang pots and pans. Um, And I remember like when the year 2000 hit and it's like banging pots and pans, just like normal. Nothing, nothing's different here. Why two K's a hoax? (laughs) Your dad bought tons of canned food and water. That's so tight. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That's a, that is an Andy burger thing to do. Yeah. Oh man. Azar says, what's Greg have to say that I'm on the verge of winning the Greg Goldman Cup for the third straight year? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to tell us what it is. Have we had a Greg Goldman Cup before? I feel you know, like it, Azar's just, like, like, he's, like, he's, he's like, invented it.
0: Like what Mario Kart courses are a part of that, you know, of the Greg Goldman Cup? Because you know you have the Flower Cup and the, you know, Pat's the, the, the Special Cup. Yeah, Pat's yeah. Pat, bar, Pat's Subway. Bar, the Subway. Pat's Bar, the Subway, um uh i guess we gotta do something like los angeles or something like the yeah. apartment with the garbage compactor something to have to do with the garbage the
1: dump or no the sewer he loves talking about the yeah. sewer. uh and yeah like sunset boulevard or something like that something like that yeah. you know for sure <laughs> but yeah it's episode 99 and uh we're gonna wind the clock back just a bit here and uh For those who remember the early days, we're going to revisit or try and remember—I guess not really revisit, but try and remember—our one of the first gimmicks we ever did on this show, which was, and it was 1999 when uh, the Mm -hmm. Phantom Menace came out. Am I correct? Correct, Amanda. So that makes perfect sense here. But we are going to try and remember/slash revisit our AEW wrestler to Star Wars Phantom Menace Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, can extravaganza. Yes.
0: And um, I believe, like, if you go to our SoundCloud page, the cans are still on there. They're still, like, the
1: cover image. As it should be. As it should be. So, yeah. yeah, that works out that we've finally, I mean, how many times have we said, you know, throughout these last 100 episodes or however. 90 let's call it when we stop doing those that oh we got to revisit the cans oh we got to do the cans and yeah, yeah. And here we, we got- are on 99 we're gonna do the cans yeah yeah and we're gonna
0: do the cans get that get that out of the way for good unless star wars does another can promotion
1: and then we were just talking before about how we don't really remember them all or have. I mean, obviously, they're documented somewhere within our show, but we're yeah, certainly yeah, yeah. not
0: going to go a, back and a, listen to that. Or in a dirty old notebook, I got. Yeah. 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 So we figured yeah.
1: it'd be a fun exercise to try and remember.
0: Yeah. Those. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm looking at the our Diet Pepsi ones and like Battle Droid. I got no <laughs> idea. <laughs> the
1: shit. Right. Oh man, well, we'll have to find at some point. We'll have to find maybe for a hundred, we can go back and find them and correct uh, the mistakes. But just uh, come out, just come out the list, yeah, Yeah, that'll be good enough for you. PDF, yeah, we're gonna maybe uh see what's going on on the old uh Turner machine tonight. Uh, Again, Mm -hmm. kicking back to the early days when we Mm -hmm. were, I mean, I guess employed by uh Turner, Turner, TBS, TNT, yeah, Uh all the above um and just kind of run through some of their programming see what's on see what's cooking over there see what's in the big ticket movies yeah yeah
0: yeah just yeah oh yeah give it a check because like that's pretty much all they do now because did they not it was is snowpiercer not their final um, piece of original programming and they're moving away from yeah i I guess any sort of like drama or fictional story thing it's all going to be reality tv and syndication
1: in like sports in which sports, obviously so. like aew falls into they have nba yeah. they have hockey yeah so but drama yeah.
0: is gone you know like because remember their the four things were comedy sports drama and <laughs> reality
1: So yeah, <laughs> drama drama is gone hey bro cast what's up bro tom how are you mate from down how under how good doing? to have you here brother thanks for yeah. tuning in sure and azar says bro it's tnt they know drama. They not anymore, more well, apparently.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah they, well, they. They knew.
1: They it. knew drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're now they're empty headed. We're also going to be bringing back for the first time in quite a while. If you recall, yes. and uh, what better time? It's AEW Revolution season. I guess it, uh, this week is the go home show. I guess since we're doing the episode today and then we won't be doing another one until after the show, maybe we could fire out some quick predictions Uh for this year's show. However, we're going to kick it back to the original AEW Revolution on Leap Day 2020, less than two weeks before the fucking COVID breakout. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was an interesting time, but we are going to look back on my, still my favorite AEW match of all time, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page against the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And you had never seen it before until about one. an hour ago, right? Yeah, it's a good one, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely a good one. And then we're going to talk about a little bit about last week's Dynamite. And like I said, I guess we could go ahead and make some predictions, <laughs> even though, like, for example, Jungle Boy, or excuse me, Jack Perry and Christian likely will be made official this week i assume but not yet so we can still kind of pick that one but the card is pretty much in in the shape that it's going to be in but i uh, in addition to that match you know tony always likes to throw on Mm. something with sting or something some big multi-man fuckery thing might get added late but uh yeah it's obviously going to be a great show
0: yeah no for sure i'm excited
1: and uh beyond that yeah i don't know we're just uh we're just shooting the shit maybe we'll look back at some of our old episodes like we would like you said we're gonna do a bit of a retro episode but we don't we want to save some of the nostalgia for next week but we Mm -hmm. we don't know what we're doing next week fully obviously we'll be talking about revolution hopefully with some special guests but uh yeah it's gonna be fucking great i can't believe 99
0: yeah no it's just weird yeah it is just weird pretty wild like it's just kind of you know like the, like it's been kind of a somewhat slower crawl through the 90s just because like the the goldman thing that was in christmas and that still seems like a long time ago yeah you know but it's also just come up so quickly you know time yeah. it, it goes both fast and slow you know
1: when well, i feel like 50 doesn't feel too too long ago but like you know, that at was, that point 100 felt so far away oh yeah yeah so and then I, I guess we're what like just over like just under two and a half years, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, did you all ever do stuff for the hundredth day of school in elementary school? Ever celebrate that?
1: Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, I can't really pinpoint anything, but yeah, it seems seems like we may have. Oh yeah, we uh we did, and it was always like I guess
0: math oriented because everyone we had to get like count out a hundred M and Ms or you know it was all sort <laughs> yeah. of like like all like treats and candy and celebratory stuff, but it all involved like actualizing we're realizing 100 in your head you know yeah. so Seems so yeah right. shout out to that Miss maybe we'll count first. maybe
1: we'll count out like 100 jelly beans next week or something So yeah that,
0: that, it was it was that shit about that you know yeah yeah no yeah, we will i mean well, I, I i had said that i was going to make that grid of all of our images which who knows if, if i'll get around to it by next week but i'll try i'll sit you, it on here so you must well hopefully if
1: anyone out there knows of like an automated way to uh make something like that with a hundred images into one square um let us know because uh that's what we're trying to do is uh feature a logo with uh all i guess 99 plus 100th section or however it shakes out yeah well i i I just found one so (laughs) sick yeah we're good and hopefully hopefully we will be having a new uh logo uh soon after The 100th episode so yes and and maybe once that happens maybe we'll finally get t-shirts and merch and all that fun stuff all that stuff mm -hmm. been a long time yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and for those uh listening on the podcast when it comes out uh check us out on youtube because uh we're starting to hell this is what like our fourth straight episode we've done live yes sir which wasn't really the intent but For some reason, the recording is incredibly much more cleaner, clearer, no lag when we do that. Yeah. Um, Like, so when JCB and I've been doing the Phoenix Splash, we haven't been going live and it's been laggy, like not like the whole time, but it's kind of shitty. So I'm like, God damn. So maybe we'll start going live soon, but I'll also be in a new internet zone, uh, here soon enough so fuck. yeah yeah
0: yeah so i wonder what run have internet addy's has got for you to get Yeah. well and
1: i guess since i will be living in louisville we'll likely be finding a figuring out a way to record in person so when yes. that happens we'll have to figure out how we go live I'm, obviously we could have like a phone tripod filming us but we would have to fi- we could figure out the audio but hey right the future is News bright now. and different and now Yep. like you said yes Look sir what azar said try the bbv version of that wcw 2000 logo the assy yeah. logo the assy
0: logo we'll Which, have to get maybe get rich to draw it or something like that that'd be that'd be good <laughs> well and
1: bishop do. uh bishop had like the assy logo type oh logo, yeah yeah yeah, yeah terrible yeah, yeah. wrestling takes i haven't yeah. heard from old bish in a while i don't know if he's i know he kind of took a break for a while and came back but uh yeah hope you're doing well bishop Yeah, hope you're doing
0: well bishop yeah, when um, I got super drunk on your shows. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a good time. Yeah. Um. So, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Matt, the Young Bucks versus Kenny and Hangman, and then?
0: Yeah, let's do that because then we could talk about Dynamite and give the Revolution picks after, and, and I feel finish like that the, would be and possible.
1: finish with the cans like we. Yeah, did yeah, still. yeah. Let's okay. do that. Cool. Well, I know uh, no sound effect right now, but. Uh... time for if you recall <laughs> there's your sound effects. yeah yeah the so um yeah aew revolution 2020 live from the wind trust arena chicago illinois um yeah this was a particularly uh interesting night for me um Let's just say we had we were having a good time with some good people and uh, it was an emotional night. You know, our buddy Dylan was getting ready to move. Just uh, just some interesting interesting stuff in the air in the room that we had like nine dudes watching this show. Right, right, so
0: right. Yeah, so it was a big old time.
1: Energies were running high. And uh, again, this match is something that, you know, is probably the match I'd been most excited about and God knows how long, probably since Daniel Bryan made his run up at WrestleMania 30, like that era, yeah. you know, it's the four elite guys. You know, they were all together in New Japan, put on all in, came to AEW. Anyone who's listened to this show knows, you know, I was a part of that. Loved every second of it and was just dialed into this shit. So, uh, did you watch that little pre-match promo that I sent you as well? I did.
0: Like it sounded, it was weird because it seemed like less of a wrestling thing and more like an actual sort of sports thing because it had the narrator who talked. Yeah. You know, so it was part that. of
1: like their YouTube show, like they did like countdown the, to revel. Yeah, yeah. So. Well,
0: and it's and it seemed a lot more like genuine's maybe not the right word, but like real life, I guess. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. it did hit on you know be, how they formed, being you know started being the elite. and They traveled together in Japan, And, and did the
0: top ten lists and in, in the bus and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. was all good stuff.
1: Yeah. So like I wanted you to see that because obviously you're very familiar with all these guys, but you know you weren't watching at that time and. think it just helped kind of add context to the story which you know was so good and you know they showed hangman's drinking a couple of times and you know that video kind of ended with the interviewer asking you know do you trust hangman or you know can you rely on him whatever it might be i can't remember and hangman's like what kind of who are you what kind of question is that and what kind of cockamamie stuff is that and then kenny basically says like yes i do and then kind of says no i can't but yeah anyway really set the tone for the match you know the <laughs> it was uh the crowd was hot and heavy from the get-go yep. and yeah what'd you think man i mean top to bottom i think it went just over 30 minutes like 30 minutes 10 seconds something like that kenny and hangman retain the aew world tag team champions mm in a wild wild emotional matchup Mm, it It was was, and and like it has had all those hallmarks of
0: like team matchups but I feel like this was a lot less of a team matchup and more like like just blocked and like with the the big spots more it had more of a singles feel honestly like it had like the, the high energy you know like like classic AEW sort of tag team feel but like I don't know I felt like everyone got their chance to sign and everyone was like like things just always seem very centered. It always seemed like there was two guys going one-on-one and and less like four guys, you know, just, you know, bouncing off everywhere and being really chaotic. And so that's why I think it had much more of an epic feel. Cause if you think like, usually most people's like top matches are always like a singles match, you know, there's like more gravitas to that than a tag team match. And always like the singles titles are, you know, more valued than a tag team title. Sure. Um, And I think this was able to take the singles match and just add more drama to it, by, or take the tag team match, sorry, and add more drama to it by making it have that sort of singles feel to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was was my sort of big takeaway about its sense of uh, greatness.
1: Yeah. Well, and like you said, too, like, it wasn't as chaotic. Yes, there were certainly double team moves. I mean... The Young Bucks hitting the Meltzer driver on Hangman on the ramp outside, and that took him out for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, there was plenty of it, but like you said, it was a lot more one on one based. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, you know, the Young Bucks kind of early on, or excuse me, Kenny early on kind of like hesitant. There was a the part where he pulled Hangman off when they were outside. He like pulled him off a mat, like, it's all right, let's yeah. just throw him back in the ring. You don't need to overdo it. Um, right. And then like the Bucks kind of, you know kind of snapped a little bit at one point so like it was all kind of like we're still kind of friends at the beginning and then eventually a, a switch flipped yeah and especially then, with hangman oh you know. yeah well he was never wanting to be friendly with any of them you well, well, know? And, he, and he
0: was a little bit more front and center than kenny was on this too and he had the whole injury angle oh. that that i found out in there but um yeah, this but, was uh, his
1: true first star-making performance in yeah, AEW. Yeah. No doubt about. I mean, he got the pin. You know, yeah, like he, he did get the pin, and, and right, he did, It was all about him.
0: Really. And he did the one-winged angel. Yeah, and he did like like he had in, like multiple buck shots. Yep. took took huge <sighs> hits. He took that. Meltzer driver Powell, you know, yeah. that, that 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 big double team pile driver they did out on the ramp, you know, he yeah. he took he took a lot of huge bumps and it's weird just cuz usually Kenny's just kind of very much more the center of attention in a lot of these things, especially now, and it was uh, interesting to kind of see him play more of a uh uh supporting role yeah. in this. I yeah. no
1: doubt. The ma- I mean, obviously all four guys were incredible in this mm-hmm. match, but yeah, it was truly Hangman's moment, no doubt about it, but you know, I think the moment of the match, truly, you know, watching it live the first time and tonight for probably the 10th time is when the Bucks hit the uh, what they were calling the golden trigger at that point. Golden, OK, so that was it was Kenny and Kota Ibushi had first ter- done that move and called it the golden trigger. So it wasn't even the BTE trigger at the time. So this was essentially them stealing Kenny's move, really right, running right. it in the face. And he kicked out at one. You know, mm-hmm. we're fucking 25, 26 minutes into the match here. This could obviously be the finisher, and he kicks out at one, and the whole crowd just goes there
0: a, nuts. There was a lot of that, too, yeah. <laughs> like with about the 15-minute mark. You know, there was just lots of just near falls and stuff. And, you know, like not too much like weaponry. I guess there was the big table spot. Yeah, I mean, um, that, you that know?
1: Hangman put um, Nick through the table at the very end, which essentially mm-hmm. took him out. But, yeah, I mean, it was – mostly kept in the ring and it went and when it was out it wasn't outside very long
0: no ex- you're exactly right i mean like it was just you know like stayed mostly in ring a lot of like hot tags and stuff like that you know i mean like there's a lot of hot tags with like kenny and hangman you know and then yeah. the bucks the bucks do always do their classic like pin breakup kind of yeah thing. and they
1: the bucks um, you know the bucks definitely played more the heels even mm. though none of them were really heels, but the Bucks kind of played it. More. Oh yeah,
0: I, th- I think in terms of like crowd support and stuff. Yeah. I think people were and just they had a, a couple into,
1: couple of yeah. moments and one in particular where like Kenny was trying to tag Hangman. He'd been in there for a while, and one of the Bucks runs around and like grabs Hangman's legs. You know, it was great old school cut the ring off tag team shit from the Bucks for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also you know in that last few minutes after the one count, I think you know kenny and hangman end up doing basically the young bucks their bang for the buck move where they like did a power bomb and then they're both doing all sorts of fucking flips on him yeah and then they hit their move which was the combination v trigger buck shot and you certainly think it's gonna be it then and that kicks out so it's mm-hmm. like holy shit um so the you know two huge near falls on both sides there and then like you said hangman ends up hitting the work because kenny has him up i think matt ends up getting out hangman tags himself in you know he's very adamant like i'm gonna win this match motherfucker right. tags himself in he hits the war he gets him up for the one-winged angel crowd goes berserk hits it you think it's gonna be it and no nick jackson from afar with the dive uh but then pretty much right after that hangman hits the buckshot puts him down for the win but man yeah this match is uh it's something else and in terms of tag matches i mean it's i mean like i said it's my favorite (laughs) aew match of all time it's one of the best tag team matches of all time no doubt
0: yeah yeah no i think it was i mean excitement level you know pretty much like sustained the entire time well what would you say i guess what are your top five aew matches of all
1: time can you like rattle that off i was thinking about it yeah because i had actually pulled up on cage match you just pull that up because that's just an easy yeah easy barometer so i know one and two this would be one and two would be the the bucks again the bucks lucha bros cage match from all out 20 oh yeah that one that one was which funny. i know has got to be... be right right up there for, for you oh, as well. oh
0: yeah yeah that was excitement for Sonified. so
1: that those two um let's see the uh both the hangman danielson matches are up there i actually like the second one better um, uh uh-huh. not the one hour draw but the second one oh hang or excuse me kenny and danielson that might be number three that first 30 minute draw that they had which was danielson's yeah. first match i think it was um arthur ash the first arthur, year
0: gotcha yeah, yeah so that yeah. was the um we were live for that weren't we were doing a live show for that
1: I think we might have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe we were. Good old Rich popping in. Not better than that PWG match with the Bucks and Rick, which is Mm -hmm. just an insane spot fest that uh, we had found years ago on YouTube and we were talking about it the other night. But uh, they might might be a little bit better. It, It was from like 2016 or 2017. I think the Lucha Bros were in it, the Bucks, and it was like Ricochet and either osprey or matt it might have been matt sidell but it you want flippy shit that was uh yeah, that's, that's 20 that's minutes flippy. of insane flippiness yeah. um i'd have to dig that one up rich and i he, he brought it up the other night and i hadn't thought about that match in a while but it's uh it's some wild shit for sure um kenny and pack which they referenced that match on commentary. They'd had like the 30 minute Ironman match um, right before this pay per view. Um, that was amazing. And yeah, QT <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Paul White around it. Yeah. That's definitely your top. Yeah. Match.
0: Oh, it is. What was that like the popcorn match on what show? Cause remember, we forgot about it. We were like, oh, <laughs>
1: like there's, it's all out. Or, it, or I something. think it was all out the same one with that Bucks, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lucha yeah. Bros. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm just pulling up other uh, Hangman Kenny when Hangman won the title was obviously great. Uh, Cody and Dustin from the very first Double or Nothing was amazing. Dustin fucking bled buckets. Oh, wow. Um, Just like Evil Uno this week. That was gross. (laughs) That was a lot. Yeah. Um, Fucking I know another one that's up there and is a I, I gotta be a top for you is the acclaimed swerve in our glory from oh yeah from yeah all that, out this mm, this past year
0: yeah that was another another banger
1: in terms of women's matches um jamie hater and tony storm from full gear last year watch that at your house uh-huh. and then the brit the original brit thunder rosa yeah and, there, and, then,
0: and then there's the elite and um the death trend did you mention that one yet the
1: one that was from that same show. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely a great one as well. But yeah, yeah um, I would say top three would be this would be number one. Mm-hmm. Bucks, Lucha Bros in the Cage, two, Then I would go probably Kenny and Danielson, three. And then probably Danielson and Hangman. And then shit, maybe Kenny kenny and hangman maybe there but yeah, yeah. there's so, a bunch so, of bunch so that, i would say the top three are pretty for sure and then there's probably a bunch that could so, kind of but are they all involve pretty much the same people
0: you know like 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 yeah. you know like like, Bucks, like just a kenny different combination. danielson hangman yeah, yeah. you're right N- not moxley interestingly enough yeah
1: yeah i mean he's you know he's he i feel like he's more in like the four and a quarter four and a half star range always yeah. but he's just so consistent he is and consistent. He's always there and, and he's he, always such an important part of the show he's
0: less about excitement and more about drama yeah say. like yeah. less yeah. about like i, I mean not know. that his
1: matches aren't good because they're great but like you know, he's usually not in these epic classics, you know, 35-minute five-star matches. You know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of a different style. But, yeah, an interesting note there. Mm-hmm. My favorite mocks match would probably be the wheeler Utah match from early last year when he just beat him to a fucking pulp.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's right, right before he joined Blackpool, right? Yeah. And that was basically right. like
1: his initiation kind of. Yeah. I think it was on Rampage, too. Um, but, yeah, and then... Uh, I mean, Mox and Omega had a, the lights out match at Full Gear 2019. That I don't think you've seen that one. It's like yeah. 38 minutes. You want to talk about weaponry? They use it all in that one. Yeah, very um, very violent. And then Mox, you know, like part he's been a part of some like the that anarchy in the re- arena last year was fucking awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, where they kept playing the music yeah. over and over again. That <laughs> yeah. was pretty funny.
1: Yeah um but yeah i would say some of moxley's best matches recently have come in new japan too like probably a five-star match of his off the top of my head was with ishii in the 2019 g1 yeah Um, probably my favorite moxley match like in just in terms of a pure match yeah Um, and that was the first time he was in japan so it was all fresh again it was right before covid so Mm -hmm. but yeah that's an interesting point but yeah i mean I moxley and hangman are definitely my two favorites with yeah you know kenny's got to be in there but he's you know he was not around for a while and you know i don't like him quite as much as i did when he was in new japan but yeah he's and danielson's been awesome obviously mjf you know is incredible but he's not going to be mentioned too much because he doesn't wrestle a ton but you know, I bet this uh, that Iron Man match is likely going to be, uh, I would yeah. hope, pretty well regarded.
0: But yeah, uh, yeah, I think they they um, have a lot going into that. You know, especially for him and his reign. You know, they want it to be probably maybe a little bit more about um, more like eh, well words um,
1: <laughs> bigger than just his promos. Yes, you know for sure. I mean, and I'd, I'd mentioned he went like forty minutes with Punk the first match on dynamite in chicago and then the dog collar match was like 30 you know i i have no doubt that he can do it and that it'll be great but i mean hit mjf punk dog collars definitely his best match for sure um mjfs i mean uh yeah. but i would i think this danielson one could top it but yeah well since you asked me the question and i think obviously we've named a bunch of them but what would, what would you say would be your top three to five? Um, I, mean, I would say um,
0: – because this one hasn't had enough time to really sink in. Um, yeah, and but,
1: obviously you weren't watching at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. quite the same level of investment.
0: Yeah, I'm not – so, yeah, I, I have a hard time not including it. Um, I'm, I would say uh, probably the Lucha Bros and um, uh, the Young Bucks is yeah. probably the best. It's probably the, the most – just, yeah, 100% invested in the moment I've been – during one of these um i'll say this maybe not so much as a match but a moment but hangman beating kenny finally yeah you know that, that had lo- that, that yeah yeah they 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 really nailed that moment and that was sort of the apex i think of where they were going um and hit term- and hit watch and hit well, oh, yeah obviously yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and all that you know that was really good um what else was there uh you know, I also want to, like, maybe deep, like, reaching a at Forbidden Door, that Orange and Osprey match. Yeah, you know? for One sure. That I, that I really loved. That's um, I don't definitely know if it's up there three. for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's number three. But, yeah,
1: I would kind of – I would like to kind of sit that in there. And, yeah. Uh, Speaking of the devil with Orange and Osprey, my boy JCB, who was sitting right next to me during that show, agrees yeah. Lucha Bros. Young Bucks was off the chain. And, yeah, I've said it, and you just said it. Like, I've – That's definitely the most excited into a match I've seen you. And then I would say the other two, at least that I would gather, just from watching with you, which I, of course, haven't watched everything with you, but Uh the pay-per-views, we've watched almost all of them together. Right. Oh, yeah. We've already mentioned them both, but Acclaimed, Swerving, Our Glory from All Out last year. And then the trio, the first trios tournament, or first of the seven, I guess it ended up being death triangle versus the elite from exactly here this year exactly those would be the three that in my mind that like at least me and you and whoever we were watching with were like dialed into more than anything well and then of course hangman and kenny i mean i fucking cried like a little baby after. yeah <laughs> oh man what a night that was. that's still probably my favorite yeah, show I, yeah year 21
0: I, oh yeah and, I, and i'd throw that um that uh danielson and uh kenny that that one in uh watchmen the one that went the entire 30 minutes yeah. to draw yeah that was just yeah. so good yeah and it like very unexpected for them to like take take it all the way there too yeah you know
1: man hopefully we get to see that match again
0: yeah no that Fuck. one was
1: yeah i mean we shall see yeah well, um, shall we roll into Dynamite? Do we want to do – I know you didn't send it yet, but do we got a Manscaped read we want to sneak in? We do, in? yeah.
0: I did skin it to you.
1: Oh, you did? Shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't
1: see it. My bad.
0: I believe so. No, it's all good. I was actually just scrolling oh, yeah, through you, Cage you Match. Did. I was scrolling through Cage Match here to see if there's anything that I had forgotten Oh yeah. You know, out of all these. and ah, I wish there was one – I wish there was a way I could filter it for all AEW matches, but I,
1: alas – yeah, there is a way, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll find another time for it. Yeah. Oh, Dylan from the World Elite. What up, baby? Hey, Thanks for dog. tuning in, brother. Yeah. What is uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hang we're man- doing. Oh, Azar's not wrong here. Hangman Kenny Full Gear 2020 flying under the radar, which you that was your yeah. first pay per view. Oh, yeah, that well, what else? It was, was the on opener, the, it was the, the opener. opener, it was the finals of the Eliminator tournament, mm-hmm. which then Kenny won and ended up beating Mox famously. Mm-hmm. Hit, watch. Hit watch, um, but yeah, that match is underrated. I mean, I think it's like 15, 16 minutes, but I, I remember watching it again before they had their title match maybe one other time but yeah they just they go to battle and it is excellent and yeah that we'll have to go back at some point and uh revisit that show because uh one i mean obviously it was your first show it was Mm -hmm. our first episode and the circumstances of that show it was the heart of COVID. It was November we twenty. We were outside, so we had a shit probably like eight people. We were sitting yeah. outside. It was we brought fun. a t- yeah. We brought a TV yeah. outside. Crisp fall night. We're at what three blocks from University of Cincinnati's campus. So yeah, it's pretty, right on University
0: Avenue. Right on University, thr- which I've threatened to do back yeah. by flips now many times. <laughs> many a
1: time. Yeah. Uh, and be uh, choke slammed yeah. through a table inside that a glass table <laughs> oh <laughs> god is, is that gonna have to happen is that gonna have <laughs> no. to happen at some point no um but anyway so there were, we were sitting outside and there was also i guess you see it had a football game but then clemson and notre dame were playing that night which was yeah. like a big game oh and and, and remember the fight yeah, and yeah, all the these fight. people were walking by all night, like, why not you at the football game on? And we're like, this is the real game here, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was an actual fight that broke out. I don't know if there no, were no, like... but no,
0: but no, between a guy and a girl. Yeah, it was like no punches yeah. thrown, but the, a big scuffle. It was co ed. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was what do they call it when, whenever men and women, it's mixed.
1: Yeah. It was, mi- it yeah, was a mi- mixed tag or intergender. Tag. Or intergender. Mesh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, but. This dude was, like, really talking down to this girl or something. It was not great, and there's, like, a scuffle. I mean, this was happening... Well- what twenty five feet behind where? Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> they were just not giving a fuck. No, it was a, it was a, that, that was. And it fun. might
1: have been during the. uh I can't remember what they called the match, but it was Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara, and they had it at the Hardy the, Compound.
0: The, oh, the Extreme Deletion or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. When yeah, Dang
1: or something. Yeah. It, it was. It wasn't the Final Deletion because that was the original, but it was yeah. something like that. But G- Gangrel debuted, that blew my mind. Yeah, that was uh, a very fun night indeed. What was, it was... Oh, the main event was what? Moxley and Kingston, And in, in, right? in Kingston, yeah, it was. It was an I Quit match. Yeah. Something like that. Very, very good show. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay, so I got this up. Do we want to do uh, spring cleaning here?
0: Uh, no, I think we did that last week. Oh, yeah, the USA Beard Spring Cleaning Copy 2.0.
1: Yeah, we didn't That's- do that, did Or did we?
0: Nope, we do, well, okay. we haven't done that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Are you uh, ready? Yes, sir. I've got some uh, some nice underwear here. Okay. You know, look at this. Non-dee. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. Well, as you know, they've already helped tidy you up. Already helped you tidy your all, yeah. <laughs> all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using the code BBB to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Why don't you tell them more? All right, it's time to tame your mane with the Beer Hedger
0: Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, Peak, like P-E-A-K, like the sun's, pe- you know, not not peeking. Yep. The, sun, the sun's just peaked. It's just on the way down. It's about to become a red giant in days, <laughs> and then a white dwarf, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. Oh, so use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks like me. The kit starts off with Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary reel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths. You hear that all shit? With, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers and add-ons. When I think of a rotary reel,
1: I think of something really old school. Like yeah, but it's this wheel. little little wheel here, you just twist it, yeah? Yeah, rotary
0: club. Yeah. Uh, it also comes with
1: titanium-coated
0: T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Mm. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. And then next, the kit's got the liquid goods to make you feel good, starting with the Beard Shampoo and Conditioner. You can't treat your beard like you treat your pubes. No, you can. Yes, you can. That's why the kit has a special shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replenish your beard's natural oils and promote beard health. Um, and the Pro Kit's also get Manscaped's beard oil. The nutrient-influenced oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while still adding a little shimmer and shine to liven up the look and cap it off. Mm. beard balm a pomade that shapes styles and moisturizes bringing you gotta love a nice balm. yeah yeah bringing the amazing scent of fresh eucalyptus Ooh. rosemary and lavender oh. essential oils so you're i gonna love lavender baby yeah you want your beard smelling like a spice cabinet do this uh, not to mention <laughs> the beard hedger pro beard kit also comes with three free gifts a beard brush comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress and um another thing that uh we, well, I'm going to have to put in our uh, information, but they have a Weed Whacker 2.0 coming out. I don't oh. know if it's 100% available now.
1: Ears but and if, nose hair trimmer. Yeah, yeah.
0: If your ears and nose hairs are uh, you know, sticking out really, really far and you don't know what to do about them. then Get the uh, Weed whacker. Yeah, you, you should buy this whenever it becomes available. Um, but it may not be available yet, but call to action.
1: Yeah, stay tuned for that. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. Your balls. Wait. Your face. Well, thank you. Ace. I bet your balls will, too. Ace. Perry. Ace. Perry. Ace Perry. He's tight. Um, you mentioned spice cabinet. What does Charles Dickens keep in his spice cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder. A... I, I wonder if season two is, is watching that show. <laughs> we'll just leave that at that. But that's a a fun inside joke here. But. Uh... JCB, this Manscaped copy has me lapping my ass off. I'm a big ass kid, but this is too damn funny. Yeah, it's it's tu- it, it's fun and tough to get through without laughing because we like mm-hmm. to have fun with it. But uh, yeah, they, the fine folks at Manscaped uh, always writing the slickest, smoothest copy. You better yes. believe it. You and Azar better. says 2.0. Just in time for the pube fair in Fort Collins. Scott Tennerman was up. <laughs> $5 a hair. Shit. Well, AEW Dynamite, I need to pop her on up here, but uh, yeah, I'd say this was uh, a better show than the previous weeks, which was a definite down show from what had been like a string of what, three or four in a row that were excellent.
0: Yeah, I just think all the storylines are already in place and they've been in place for like a couple months. So I think we're just kind of, you know, like I think the feeling is we've been just kind of treading water and like sometimes, you know, we've been treading water well and other times we've been drowning and need a lifeguard
1: yes yes but yeah um uh, one week before the go home show here where were they phoenix arizona their first uh, all the way their to tacoma debut in phoenix at the footprint center Was that, that, that? that where
0: the suns plays that that's I, called now I, it's,
1: it, it's it all it's
0: all it's always named after a i think it was talking stick or something like
1: that <laughs> i do remember that Event the venue. footprint center it, yes, it does appear to be Phoenix Suns. The
0: Suns and the um, oh, I guess the the Coyotes um or the Arizona Coyotes don't they play at like a really tiny um? Say so don't they play like Arizona State's hockey stadium? I'm not even or, sure. You know? I think they do. Like, or one or one hockey team does for some reason. Anywho, yeah.
1: Rich says I heard they have great chili there. What at the Footprint Center? That'd oh be no, tight. yeah, at the Scott Tennerman. Oh, okay, are. okay. Yeah. okay. And Nick from the UW Pod. What up, playa? Hi, Nicky. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Footprint Center, funny name. And this one kicked off with a bang, I'd say. Match of the night easily, which saw Orange Cassidy defeat Wheeler Utah in 16 minutes, 51 seconds to retain the AEW All Atlantic Championship. This is how you start a show. Oh Fuck. yeah,
0: and this is the stuff that kind of like belongs here at this point because like I guess Orange isn't going to be like defending that at like Revolution and stuff. So like yeah, get them like you know good matches here. You know I imagine maybe he'll do like some pre-show stuff. I feel like he's yeah, been a big pre-show guy. I don't think anything's
1: guy. been announced. I know he. Uh, it was just announced maybe today. He's got your boy Big Bill. Uh, this Wednesday in another title defense. I, I wow. like that they've been trotting him out there. Like, he's been defending this belt a lot. So Yeah, he has. And they've all been pretty uh, pretty good matches. I oh, say. yeah, you yeah.
0: No, no, he's definitely, like, kind of le- like been the legitimizing force for it, I think. And that's, like, really just good for him. Just a really good place for him to be right now. Um, but, yeah. No, he, has I this titled,
1: he has more title defenses than I thought. How um, many? Looks like 12. Wow. And he won it like, I mean, you said it for what? Like 139 days. He won it from Pack on December 10th on Dynamite. And then, yeah, wow. I would have guessed like seven. But yeah, he defeated Rush and 10 in a triple threat, Luchasaurus and Phoenix in a triple threat, Shibata, Lee Johnson, Jake Hager, your boy, QT Marshall, in a lumberjack match on Rampage, Trent Seven. You may not even know that. No. Is. I mean, I know Trent, I'm familiar with Trent's
0: one through six, but Trent, lost one. Oh, okay. Trent
1: Baretta, mm-hmm. kicks kick sabian, Yeah. Jay Lethal, Lee Moriarty, and Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, wow. None on pay-per-view. Well, he has there hasn't been or no, there was no okay, so it was October twelfth. I'm sorry, I fucked up the date. So mm-hmm. there was full gear. He didn't defend it there, but wow. 12 fucking title defenses. How about that shit?
0: Oh, that's impressive.
1: This is definitely the best match of the bunch. Um, mm, I thought yeah. this was awesome, man. Yeah, was- I did
0: too. Like, like a lot of good story with him too. You know, yeah. I guess I had kind of forgotten the Wheeler Yuta was kind of came up with around the with best guys. friends, yeah, but he yeah. was kind
1: of a non-factor really till mm-hmm. he joined the Blackpool Combat. Club yeah, one, so. well, and like
0: the the humor too. Like he did his hands in the pocket thing. It wasn't at the beginning of the match. Like the match just kind of stayed like fast and the comedy just kind of was in the periphery it was the just like trickled it
1: was trickled in throughout it was yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and i think that was a uh, th- th- that was to the benefit of it
1: really, yeah i think so. like yuda was like slapping him or something and then yeah mm. he started doing the little kicks and it was like god damn it you son of a bitch you know <laughs> like yeah. yeah i liked it like that too you know, not just in the beginning was you're kind of accustomed to, but yeah. And yeah, then I they thought- had the,
0: the, the Blackpool Combat Club drama whenever like Cesaro and then yeah, coming out that was you fucking know.
1: tight. Just slapped his ass and yeah,
0: just kind of give him the tough love.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought the count. There were so many great counters. It was so smooth. Um, you know, we had the big kick out of the orange punch at the end, the beach break at the end, and then. Didn't he, did he like spit on him? Did he give him one he of the He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End?
0: I think someone was like, that's a loogie. No, yeah. no it wasn't JR. It wasn't JR. <laughs> I don't know why it gave oh, the heavy implication me. that it was. It was oh, actually
1: that's, it was, that's a loogie.
0: <laughs> speaking of, you know, like, like just to hop back to the Revolution 2020 match, it was nice hearing kind of JR not in sort of like a, you know, getting names wrong and stuff like that. You know, kind of like you last heard him. <laughs> you yeah. know, before before they kind of sidelined him a little bit, you know, he in 2020 was definitely still, you know, not maybe on top of his game, but still yeah. in good shape.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I thought this action, like, like you said, it started out fast, never really let down. Both guys looked fucking great. I mean, some people like online are complaining, like, why do you have the champion lose? It's like, he's ROH pure champ. Yeah, that's great. But It's not that big of a deal to lose another title match, I don't feel. Oh, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And especially one that's, like, not ROH, you know. Yeah. Like, the one thing, yeah.
1: Speaking of which, um, so ROH did their first TV tapings, which I Mm -hmm. think are going to air, like, this Thursday, maybe, on the Honor Club. I think they taped, like, at least a few weeks because they've got a pay-per-view, like, end of March. Mm -hmm. But apparently, and I don't know if this is going to happen at – Super card of honor, which is the pay-per-view. Apparently, I did not see a direct spoiler, but kind of putting uh breadcrumbs together. Wheeler, you'd have called out uh Mr. Katsuyori Shibata. Uh-oh. Who we have not seen since the Orange Cassidy match. So uh buckle the fuck up there if that's gonna happen. Holy shit. Eaton belt buckle. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, you know, even though – so if Wheeler loses this match, I mean, he's going to wrestle Shibata, and fuck, I'd love to see Shibata win. I mean, I get, you know, he's on the comeback trail, and he's not wrestling, you know, too frequently – but, man, sometimes a motherfucker's got to get a W. He's, is,
0: is he having a lot of matches in New Japan? Has, wasn't the AEW match his first match back yeah, in he, a while? Yeah, he
1: hadn't had any. So he did Since Wrestle the Kingdom. the sub Matoma, right? Yeah, yeah, he did Wrestle Kingdom last year was like his first full match back. Then he did the Orange match. Then he wrestled Tom Lawler in Japan. But it was some, like, benefit show or something. It wasn't even affiliated with New Japan. Mm-hmm and that to my knowledge, that's the only match he's had since the orange match. So, so yeah, I mean, they, it's a big deal if he's going to strap up the boots. So uh, we'll be keeping our eye on that. I mean, I'm going to try Tom high five, Tom shout out to our boy. We love you. He's got the, uh, the honor club, which uh, I'm going to try and watch some of it on there. And uh, I know like, I mean, from what I've seen, sounds pretty interesting like w- the matches that happen what's been announced um so i'll at least definitely give it a go i mean fuck there's so much wrestling out there and uh, i'm having trouble keeping up with it all but uh hey we'll see yep. how it goes yep Keep it up. But, yeah, this match was great. Anything Mm. else that kind of stuck out to you from it?
0: Not in particular. I mean, you know, yeah, like I said, I thought this was a great way to kick off the show and a great way to showcase these two guys. And, you know, like I said earlier, I feel like the card and the storylines for this have already kind of been settled for a long time. So I I think, like, this is totally deserving of a spot like this, you know, something that hasn't been front and center. Like, let it be front and center in something like this. You don't need, you know, um, other matches and stuff like that or or other buildup like we've had a lot of it, I think.
1: Yep. And then one thing Orange did uh, try and hug old Wheeler after the match, but uh, Claudia, would, Claudia wouldn't let him and uh, took him back. Um, then there was a brief little hangman interview back there saying, you know, Evil Uno basically saying, hey, I don't want you to come out. I'm going to do this on my own. You're gonna find out exactly why I'm Evil Uno. You know yeah, what? But- I'm I liked Evil Uno in this spot. I mean, we saw last week or a couple weeks ago, whenever it yeah. was, when he kind of face palmed Mox and you know, really stood up for himself and said, like, you know what? Hey, we're Dark Order. We're tough motherfuckers too, yeah. bitch. Well, and and
0: I, one thing I did like about this dude that added an extra layer of intrigue was like Hangman's kind of silent condescension. Cause yeah. like, you know, he was so, like, Hey clearly thinks he's better than them. Yeah, You know, yeah. like not, not in a very like obvious way, but like, you know, it comes across like in his gonna, actions, facial yeah, expressions. He, he's yes. being very patronizing. Yes. To them. Um, I and, I, and I think that, that, that does add a layer of intrigue and, and like, especially to his match versus Mox too. Like is dark order going to, you know, kind of stop giving a fuck, especially, you know, yeah. And that's, that's going to you know, be an interesting
1: one with nice Mox. wrinkle. Having yeah. two wins and Hangman having one. But I mean, this is the final chapter, so to speak. Mm. We'll get to the predictions here in a bit. But so then we had this Ricky Stark's Jericho segment, which I kind of thought was uh, pretty whack, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, just with the pen and stuff, you know, like you kind of knew. Well, I liked that
1: because him. that was a throwback to WWE days when he would do the list of Jericho gimmick. Like that was, that was like the one part I did like. But yeah. I just thought like, them playing this off as Ricky Starks like getting one up on him and like goading him into this match. It was yeah. just very like schoolyard kind of bullshit.
0: I no, think. I don't think I don't think Ricky Starks really said anything that really like you know scratches yeah. an itch or you know. It was just like Jericho's like, like I'm that. better
1: than you. Yeah, you beat me once, but I'm better than you, and this match ain't gonna happen.
0: Well, and I remember like I don't know if I was just tired because I was watching it last night, but I remember. Like, uh, I I think when Jericho was, like, at a peak for yelling, for some reason I thought he was, like, saying, you're going to beat me or something like that. Like, you know, I think
1: he was, like, insane. Like, I was like, why are you talking about, like, losing this match? You know, like, dude. Um, So, yeah, Stark says he's got this open challenge. Jericho says he's not going to do it. So out comes pretty Peter Avalon. Oh, that was. (laughs) God love him. Of the wingmen. And then he gets eaten with a Judas effect and he goes down. So now that match is gonna happen this Wednesday. We got Chris Jericho versus pretty Peter Avalon. But hey, I'm happy for pretty Pete to get some uh T V time. What, what if he gets the win? If he, <laughs> like, like some interference or something like that.
0: That'd be fucking that would, tight.
1: That would be so tight. Well, didn't uh, Chris
0: Jericho who's the jobber that he lost to Action really Andretti, appreciate? baby. Action Andretti,
1: yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. he had a pretty nice match with Sammy on Rampage this past week. Yeah. Yeah. Th- everything I've seen of that kid, I mean, the guy could fucking wrestle, that's for yeah. sure um so yeah anywho yeah i just thought this was pretty lame uh yeah. it's like he said he's not gonna do it and then you know starks was just kind of goading him into it like mm-hmm. oh you know uh yeah you beat two legends in the same night he was referencing the rock and stone cold back in 2001
0: basically it was just a
1: whole big reverse psychology thing and then he's like okay no. we're gonna have the match i and just the, thought and Jericho,
0: and, Jer- pretty- and Jericho kind of above that i think you For know. two guys that yeah, are yeah, so yeah. good
1: at promos, typically, mm-hmm. I mean, Jericho at this point in his career, you know, it's kind, can kind of be hit and miss, but Starks is great. Like, yeah. this should have been better than this. Yeah. And really, the whole build to this has kind of been lame. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, they had the match. Starks won. Yeah, if they're going to do a pay-per-view match you know you could i just thought this was a pretty weak way to do it they had the whole Guevara Garcia gauntlet which was kind of dumb
0: yeah i mean like i mean the inner circle like if you just think about it's just far superior to the jazz you know the jazz is kind (laughs) of funny but yeah i mean if you take a look at like his stable work you know for sure yeah you know but i mean inner circle is kind of foundational it's kind of hard to compare but like you know the jazz stuff is a lot more antics yeah, the inner yes. circle stuff is a little more serious. For sure, for sure.
1: Good point. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the match will be good. I think I went four stars on their first one. Definitely enjoyed it. But, yeah, I just think the build has been pretty whack. Yep, wacko. And then we had the acclaimed against your boy, Big Bill, and Lee Moriarty first match after losing the tag titles and – they won it pretty easily here. Like they did eight, eight minutes? You know, nothing too much to write home about here. Big Bill and Moriarty have kind of been pretty jobbery. I mean, I really like Moriarty, and I think he's definitely got a bright future. And I mean, he's had some great performances that we've seen, but you know, he's obviously not really been put in that big position yet. And Big Bill's big, Bill, you know? yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> How did Big Bill become my guy? <laughs> I, 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 I don't just, know if i have ever declaring that I, I well no it just kind of fits the mold of just the big blumbering yeah. guys doofuses yeah not really good and just yeah. kind of there like 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 the paul white lineage. yeah it's really just all stemming from that yeah and <laughs> because of big bill's hell or whatever right? oh big bill hells yeah yeah, yeah big bill hells yeah. great video yeah Um, And then we had Christian come out, and we referenced this a bit earlier, but yeah, he had made his return the week prior, attacking Jungle Boy again. They've got unfinished business, and Jungle Boy comes out here with some chairs, but Christian low-blows him, and then he hits him with the chair. Um, I think, was he bleeding? Yeah, Jungle Boy was bleeding, and yeah. That's that. I wonder There's, if we're maybe going to have a chairs match
0: at uh, the pay-per-view. Where's Luchasaurus? I, Is he, like, injured or
1: something? or I, yeah. He's maybe just been off. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't think we've really seen him much since they had that cage match, which was full gear last year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Christian has been hurt, and I just don't think he's, he's really been used. I mean, it's just another victim of this still way too big roster. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think – these two really are Christian and Jungle Boy really haven't had a proper match yet because they had the one where like Christian pretty much just like rolled him up and pinned him right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it should be a good match. I mean, hell, we, we haven't really seen heel Christian in a match yet. There's like, no maybe a few like smaller ones, but like not a he's big interview, yeah. Been hurt since he kind of turned for the most part. Pretty but remember, much. he was cutting some pretty damn good promos at the end. Some good heel promos at the end of last year, but mm-hmm. and Jungle Boy always uh, always comes to play when the lights are on. So uh, yes. yeah, I think it should be good. I mean, it's guys we haven't really seen a ton of lately. So, and, <clears throat> excuse me. And hmm. then we had Soraya versus Sky Blue, which. You know, short match, but uh Sky Blue is always impressive when she goes out there. I think uh, you know, she's starting to get a little bit more TV time here and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think she's someone that's gonna have a little bit of a bright future here later this year, but um, you know, the the heels, I think Tony Storm helped again here. Um, but this has all kind of been building towards well now we know it's not gonna be this like three on three or five on five or whatever at the pay-per-view but it's going to be jamie versus soraya versus ruby soho in a triple threat match so that's something different i don't i don't think we've had like a big women's triple threat especially no. not at a pay-per-view yeah. and at least now we know all right this is happening and then from here we can kind of do the team stuff and i just hope and pray that uh my girl jamie holds on to it and they don't flop it over to soraya yeah, I hope so too. I feel like she, I mean, hasn't
0: like what was what? I mean, what's been her big title defenses? You know, yeah, um, she had the Sheeta there. one that was really one, yeah.
1: the Sheeta one was really good. Um, I don't even remember what other ones she's had. You yeah, know, there was that I, I, match against the Bunny that was just the one where Bunny got hurt. That that was just an eliminator match. I'm pulling it up right now. I mean but I, the win I, I, the win against Tony and the defense against yeah. Sheeta were both amazing.
0: Yeah, and I still think she needs another good one. You know, yeah, yeah. That's her one. only. That's the there.
1: only actual title defense is the match against Sheeta. So wow, because she's wrestled more, but just not for. Total I mean, she's defend. only had she's had the belt since November nineteenth, mm-hmm. defended it last December twenty first. So yeah, it's been over two months, which is interesting to look at compared to Orange, who's defended it. Like we said, 12 times. He's been so. a TV boy. Yeah, I wonder why they've been kind of so hesitant with her. You yeah, know, because I mean, she's not like a heel or anything. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, they, her and Britt have almost kind of organically turned face through all this. I mean, yeah. she's had a presence for sure. I mean, they've been doing some tag stuff. Her and Britt have been out there every week mixing it up with you know the the outsiders for lack of a better term yeah so.
0: but i mean i guess this is like the only real like build that they've had you know because they could have done like a tony rematch but they got they got her with soraya yeah so now i think you know it just took us a while to get there
1: yeah like for I
0: sure thought. for sure but yeah i'm
1: i think it should be good and just uh i hope mm-hmm. jamie retains because she needs to have a, a nice long run and yeah i'd like to see some more singles defenses and I mean, at some point, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon now, but there's still going to be money with her and Britt, you know, Yeah. like whenever they're going to split those two up, which I, you know, maybe late this year, maybe for like full gear or something, maybe after Jamie loses the belt, you know, who knows, but that's definitely something that's going to be coming down the pike at some point. So, uh, then we had our MJF and Brian Danielson time, which was uh, started out a little interesting with MJF yeah. when he came out, basically mm-hmm. saying that uh, he and his fiancé have split up, which is, in fact, true. So, it, so
0: it's confirmed because I yeah. was looking it up last night, and, and, like, it was still in, like, rumor stage, but...
1: Yeah, I think, like, sh- which which it's interesting that like wrestling reporters are reporting on this, but I guess when you say that on TV, you know, people are going to, I think it was Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. Yeah. That was, that was, that
0: was, that was the one I saw too. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't know if it was a full,
1: full blown. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows, but 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 but, it uh, seems that it's real smoke. There's fire, you know, and then basically said that, you know, the AEW world championship is the only thing stopping him from grabbing and grabbing some pills and calling it a day. It's like, Oh shit. It's like kind of like baby face style sympathy there but delivering it like an asshole heel well, well so- it's kind of
0: it's kind of back what he was doing before the moxley match you know yeah. it was kind of kind of kind of that you know somewhat sympathizing stuff
1: but still heel you know when uh, staves was watching it with me and we're like what is go- like this is very weird what was going on but then the moment he turned it and basically like you know, you got hurt and you're doing this again. And you're taking this for granted that you're able to come back and wrestle and, you know, talking about his concussions and seizures. And he said, you're still in my sport. Um, And then he said, when you're in the ring, wrestling is more important than your family, basically Mm -hmm. saying that he's putting it above his family because he could get seriously hurt. And then he like looks into the camera and uses Mm -hmm. his kids names, uh, Birdie and Buddy. Yeah. And he says, he will kick the shit out of him. He'll make daddy pay for his selfishness and make sure daddy will never play with them again. And he kept saying, Dada, Dada. (laughs) I'll make sure Dada can't pick you up again. (laughs) Do do you, do you think like, he's like, (laughs) like, like like his
0: edginess, you know? Cause like, you know, this reminds me of the promo that he he did wherever he, he talked about it was where he's in the locker room after the match where he talked about like, the girlfriend in the car, yeah, you know? Yeah. This kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah. Kind of going to that like scorched earth mode where he's For just sure. being just, just ultimate mean, you know, I, I think like, it's good. I I think he doesn't have too many of those to use, you know, because if he keeps, if he can't ke- kind of keeps using that, that's sort of like hitting a wall. And I don't think, you know, it, like, like not just hitting a wall, but like, he just has more room to do interesting things. So yeah. I, I like that he's doing that, but I do think like, you know, there's there's a a a limit to how much you can do like the i'm pure evil kind of shit
1: yeah for sure well then he stepped in the ring and he said he was going to give dada a gift early onset ct and then bonk (laughs) yeah danielson attacked him yeah um and then there was the classic official officials come from the back and break them up and then they're able to break through it and big old fucking brawl there but uh yeah, this was a bit interesting to start, but I thought it did come around at the end. I mean, anytime mm-hmm. you bring someone's kids into it, and again, I'm sure Danielson was on board with this and everything. Yeah. But you know, that personal element, you know, definitely helps take it to the next level. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, this week, as we've got just one more opportunity before the match. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm really excited about this, man. I mean, yeah. just seeing Danielson in a one hour. You know, Iron Man match is going to be awesome. Like, you know, that's his bread and butter. But just to see how this plays out, how many pinfalls it goes, you know, because you've never seen a 60 minute Iron Man, have you?
0: No, I, I I don't think so. Not like a full blown, like, we've never done, if you recall, we've never done like yeah. a big 60 minute, if you recall. So, yeah. So, so basically, yeah, it's just, just the done. most,
1: the most pinfalls or wins, like a D- DQ's and countouts count. So, like there I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know it's happened in a match where someone like got themselves disqualified mm-hmm. by like just beating the shit out of someone with a chair or whatever, but yeah. did it on purpose because it's like you're fucking them up right now, even though you're gonna lose a fall, so to speak. Like it yeah. should it may benefit you in the long so there's all sorts of strategy that can go into this, let and just endurance and everything. So um, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be exciting and Azar says, "Showbo, Angle, and Lesnar, Iron Man." That's one I've seen maybe once. It was on SmackDown.
0: What? Oh wow! Yeah, so like they the did end- it on TV.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I'd definitely be down for what, that. What Just, year is it from? Probably like 03, if I had okay. to guess, something like that. Um, okay. But yeah, that's that's a good call for Azar. That the most. I would say the most famous because it was the first real big one on big television. Like they used to do 60 minute matches all the time back in the day. But Mm. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12 was kind of the first one that I remember. And it went zero zero through sixty minutes and they ended up doing like overtime. And that was Shawn Michaels' first win of the title and really kind of the whole Montreal screw job and everything kind of happened from that point. But uh yeah, I can't wait. We'll get into predictions like I said here in a bit and Shit, we're still rolling. We had the Tag Team Battle Royal, which was very long, I thought. And I also,
0: I'd never seen everyone just rush in there like that. (laughs) I was just like, what is this? And like, I was really just kind of like, what am I Bro- looking at? Brocast at
1: first? also mentions Brock Reiterates versus it, right? Kurt. Yep, so, so absolutely. They got two in the
0: can there. But yeah, I, I thought I was just sort of like, what? Like, they're not going to have the slow... I guess, you know, they don't really have enough time, so they got to run everyone in there. You know, when things started... To, when people started to get eliminated, things got more organized. It was a little yeah. easier. But that rush in the beginning was just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was well, and The one this week
1: that they're doing is the casino style where it's going to be like the four at a time the, that the come trickling. out. yeah. No, that, um, and and that yeah, seems this...
0: a little more wieldy because this was – like I just remember
1: seeing them all there and I'm like, are they all just going to run in there? And it was like they did. <laughs> uh, yeah, this went 19 minutes, two commercial breaks. It was long. And Jeff Jarrett <laughs> e-hoo, e-hoo, uh, 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 gets the – <laughs> i can't say i saw this coming no
0: i, I just, i'm not I, sure I, I...
1: how i feel about it i mean you know i've been very pro jeff Jarrett of late so I definitely got a kick out of it and yep. it makes sense in the fact that yes they have beef with the acclaimed they've challenged the acclaimed for the belts already but Man, I was really kind of hoping we'd get like two fresh teams, like Lucha Bros, Lucha Bros. I mean, I was personally pulling for Aussie Open, even though I really I knew they had no shot, but just because yeah. they're great and they had a really awesome match with Top Flight would have been the Young Bucks on Rampage. Top Flight would be great. It, so we'll see. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously we've got one more. Um, so, yeah, I guess it'll be tough to kind of predict that match, really, since we don't know yeah. who the other team is. But like we've said, can't imagine. I mean, I guess they could they could have the guns retain. I don't, I don't know, know what the hell going to happen in this. Yeah, one, I, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a, not a very predictable one. I got to say that, along with the Moxley hangman one, you yeah. know, um, I don't know. My money's on maybe like the acclaim getting it back. I don't know. Oh, you know, one
1: but... note I do want to say. So FTR, obviously, they've been off TV. He had Dax had said their contracts are up in April. Um, so when like the Wrestling Observer Awards for 2022 came out, and like AEW was posting all the ones that like AEW or wrestlers won, except for a Feud of the Year, which was the Briscoes versus FTR. They didn't give FTR any credit. All mm. they did was post a picture of the Briscos. They probably aren't happy Dax, about that. Dax tweeted something like, "Tell me you're waiting for April without telling me, or something like that." So, of course, all speculation fueled that they might be not they might not be coming back, which was kind of already happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see on that, but uh, yeah, just interesting. So then we have uh, Tony Khan's important announcement. <laughs> Made, uh, made by adam cole mm-hmm. which was uh definitely not important and it nope. was an announcement but uh yeah nothing of the sort of uh any not a streaming deal or anything cool that anyone was actually looking forward to but they've got a new show called aew all access uh that'll be happening after dynamite which it's you know gonna be like a peek into the real lives of the superstars and i know isn't
0: that what being the elite already is well is that, yeah i, I guess, guess yeah yeah i guess you know they, they, i mean there's already access through that you know that feels very behind the scenesy, but but still in kayfabe obviously but yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean i'll check it out i always like like wrestling documentary type stuff i mean we'll we'll see how it goes but yeah i mean i don't think this is anything it was really moving the needle for too many people. But uh, I guess Cole did say that uh, he'll be back to the ring uh, that same night, the show debuts, I think end of March. I can't remember. So yeah. that's cool. Like we've talked about, like it'll be intriguing to see if Cole has any affiliation with the elite at all. I would guess. No, you know, it seems like they're kind of bringing him back fresh, but who he's going to go up against. Um, Cause you know, his time before the injury was, somewhat of a letdown you know like he certainly had his moments but uh i think people were expecting more from adam cole and uh we'll see how it goes no less. and then yeah we have the main event which there was only about seven minutes left in the show i remember looking at my phone like halfway yeah, through it. it was like yeah. nine fifty-six watching live i'm like holy shit uh but yeah john moxley and evil uno bleed buckets and uh it looked like fucking Evil Uno's blood, like you were wringing out a sponge and mm-hmm. just blood was just,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it was <laughs> so gross. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, like it definitely like hit a, va- or something like that, you know, like I was a little concerned, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he definitely had some moments and stuff, but it had just all served just to piss off Moxley enough. Yeah, And then just Moxley the was
1: ripping at the mask at one point, um, I think w- what led to the bleeding was something that, with the steps. I mean, yeah. obviously it was a blade job, of yeah. bad one at that, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Uno hit a couple of pile drivers. Like you said, he got a couple moments in, um, but he eventually got choked out, but yeah, I mean for seven minutes, you know, this was a fun main event for sure. Exactly. Um, wish it got a little bit more time, but again, I think we kind of knew what to expect here. Um, But, yeah, and then, so, yeah, Moxley, like, held on after. That brought out Silver and Reynolds. And then that brought out Claudio and Wheeler. And then that brought out Hangman, who had new music. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you caught that. I did not, no. Yeah, I caught – I was like, wait a second. That didn't sound right, like, in the moment. And then I just saw people posting about it. So I actually haven't even gone back and listened to it.
0: Wow, because, like, I know he had used that old – cowboy from the, so, from yeah, yeah yeah yeah, because i heard it in
1: revolution the, yeah. the the thing we watched today so we'll have to pay attention to that see because it and, seemed and like I... people online were not loving it but you yeah. know something like that can grow on you but yes yeah, yeah. music was pretty iconic you know
0: yeah and i feel like hangman like like that sort of post-match stuff him fighting moxley that went on for a little bit too yeah you yeah. know i think i think they went like a good couple minutes after time, it seemed like. Oh, know. yeah.
1: Hangman got the barbed wire. Oh, yeah. 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 And then That's made right. Moxley bleed like yep. from that. So, yeah. Yep.
0: Obviously, Moxley's got to fill yeah. his blood <laughs> quota. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Solid show. Again, not as good as the few previous to last week, but pretty good stuff. Uh, shit, we're rolling here. uh Shall we uh, whip into some cans here, real quick, to end the show? let's do it okay what do you got <laughs> all right i guess i we... can pull it up on my end here so i have the picture. yeah yeah so all for right. anyone who uh, maybe wasn't listening earlier or what we early on in our show we compared um aew wrestlers characters to star wars characters that were depicted on the pepsi diet pepsi mountain dew etc cans uh promoting the phantom menace from 1999 Mm -hmm. and being that it's episode 99 and we did not plan it that way but we wanted to kind of you know revisit some older bits from our show and this is one that we've uh put off for so long and we don't even remember it anymore but we're gonna have some fun and revisit the exercise
0: yeah so uh i mean to go through some of these i'm really i think anakin skywalker was cody
1: I think that's right.
0: In Sebulba, I mean these two. Um, I think that might have been like Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Okay, yeah, with the confidence that actually held up well. Qui Gon Jinn. That was, um, oh man, like kind of a, <laughs> fuck. Like, like it was somebody noteworthy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Hangman. You know, uh, it wasn't like because I know um, the um, Brune Hako and uh, the the Viceroy. They Is that were the young um, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so obviously, but the viceroy is yet going to come up, in our Pepsi one can stay. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so we so, did
1: one of them. Uh, what that, Watto was Taz.
0: Taz, yes. And, and then um, Jabba it, the
1: Hutt was Eddie Kingston. Yeah. And then Palpatine <laughs>
0: was uh, mastermind behind the shadows. Um, was
1: it, What did? Was he? Did we use Tony Khan or he was the Emperor?
0: Right. He's the Emperor. And wasn't he like Dan Dan Callis or something like that? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and then r2d r2d2 it's like or, jr or something JR, like i think yeah. we used one of the announcers either jr or tony yeah yeah so we got c3po coming up today darth maul i think was kenny yeah um jar jar was marco uh
1: <laughs> marco, marco, Stein, flint, marco, marco flint, flint yeah. Yeah. <laughs> marco
0: flint yeah mace windu was uh i think it was
1: mox wasn't mox yes yeah, I think,
0: yeah. um obi-wan was uh was that hangman it may have been i mean that makes the most sense you know, he, like, because, like, he sort of, you know, it goes through the big tragedies, Qui-Gon, You know, You know, it kind of has the growth thing. Captain Panaka? <laughs> Porsche Panaka? I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Rick Oli? <laughs> oh, yeah, Rick Oli, yeah. he's Yeah, I forget who he was, dude.
1: God, this was so long ago, man. I- I'll
0: have to say the Destroyer droid was Jade Cargo. Yeah,
1: that sounds right. That sounds right.
0: Yeah, Um. the uh, Queen Amidala was... Because we have Queen Amidala and Padme. They're kind of two of the same. So maybe that would be like, I don't know if Britt Baker or Thunderessa. Yeah, yeah, that I mean might've... that was all we had to choose from back then, or Sheeta. Yeah. Oh, Sheeta may, may have been one that we just kind of didn't didn't mention. Yeah. Maybe 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 Sheeta was Rick Oli. Um <laughs> Sh- Shmi Skywalker. That should be Rebel or Reba. Shmi Skywalker. And and the battle droid was like. Oh, I don't know. What about Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy, I guess didn't um, didn't get one. Maybe he could be Captain
1: Panaka. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so we probably remembered a little over half, I'd say. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. Well, and so. we
1: will have to do. We'll have to revisit this next week if we remember and go back and because it should be pretty easy. Like I think we would have them in the the episode description, right? Where we we'll yeah,
0: to- yeah, yeah. We did. So we'd be able to we'd be able to skip right to it we'll be able to hop right to it. So, so the, and
1: the way we used to do this was you would kind of read, you know, a passage about the character mm-hmm. and I would know it ahead of time and I would be thinking and I would basically make my choice of who it is, but since we didn't prepare for this at all, we're just going to kind of do it together here.
0: Yeah, we will we will do it together. So, um let's see if I can get uh, our ones. I wish there was um te- I could read the text on there, but um, we we'll just.
1: Rich said, "JR2D2." JR2D2. <laughs> That's pretty good. It
0: is pretty great. Yeah, I think all it right. was
1: either Jr. Or Shivani, and then I think C-3PO might, oh, might been... C three PO might.
0: But C three C three PO is coming up.
1: Oh, okay. Then we so... probably would have planned it for the other one. But all right, I feel like so Shivani's um, definitely more of a c3p <laughs> so so I'll, I'll just riff all right
0: yeah <laughs> all right so our first pepsi one can is chancellor Valorum, mm. um who's played by terence stamp in the movie who was um general zod in superman 2 uh mm. which which that's a bit of a a, a geeky ass movie but yeah he was the uh, supreme chancellor of the galactic republic who in the film um due to a vote of no confidence lost his position um due to some machinations organized by palpatine Tough um freak. i think his first name is finis f-i-n-i-s valorem <laughs> fin- fin- finis, finis um and then uh yeah post chancellorship um oh i guess he, he, he has some things i think he was in some cartoon he was in the clone wars cartoon finis. um <laughs>
1: I remember we there's some great na- like what's the planet that Obi Wan's from? Wasn't that um, like Stu a- John. John?
0: Yeah, Stu John. So yeah, I think a- a- after this, Stu John, Stu John Lawson. Yeah, yeah. A- 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 after that, Val- Valorum got knocked out. So who's gonna be our chancellor, Valorum? The 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 former leader, the weak, ineffectual leader who was disposed. Who so you got?
1: I mean, that could be Cody Rhodes right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it could be. Or Dustin Rhodes.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. QT. (laughs) Yeah, let's say QT, because he's still, like, behind the scenes doing shit, you know? Oh, yeah, he's still
0: the leader of the Nightmare Factory. Yeah,
1: and, like, he's, like, a producer as well, but uh, I think QT sounds good here, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would be it. (laughs) All right actually so i can pull up the cans and i can read the text i can see the c-3po one in this picture so next we have c-3po in his completely armorless naked form constructed with spare parts and odd pieces of junk this talkative protocol droid even an unfinished state is always eager to please i don't know if that's a good description (laughs) of his character i feel like c-3po is always really like prissy he's always like kind of you know, yeah. thinking about himself and complaining, and just like, oh, we're gonna die. What kind of trouble did you get me into? And he's just always like, you know, just kind of not weighing everybody down, but just bitching and complaining, and just <laughs> got problems with everything. Um, yeah, I don't think that that qualifies as eager to please. But um, <laughs> NC3PO's story throughout the Star Wars um, saga um, is, is you know, I think he he and R2D2 probably have easily. Um, probably had the most screen time out of any characters in, in the yeah. whole thing.
1: Certainly. I'm so gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Tony Schiavone. Like if yeah. we're going with Jr2 D two, Tony, he's definitely more your upbeat, you know, uh-huh. baby th- face, you know. I think K7JF. Excalibur could be
0: that. Or I think Excalibur you already picked one for him. Maybe he was Rick Ole. Oh
1: yeah, he might have yeah, been he
0: might have been Rick Ole.
1: Yeah. So I just found <laughs> episode ten yeah was one. Just pull, pulled up on my phone. Oh, yeah, we forgot. <laughs> to, yeah, we got the dark <laughs> orders. <laughs> Again, Again,
0: they uh, <laughs> kind of like look. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that that's you know, that was a very
1: short entry on there, so that's all we got. Um is Who's our destroyer droid?
0: John
1: Silver. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that makes sense. John Silver's our destroyer droid. There. All right. So, which one would we have done with that? Is that Rick Oli? Yeah, no, yeah. Would we do two at a time? No, the Rick Oli comes before the destroyer droid. But would we do two at a time?
0: We would. We would.
1: So maybe. So he had, you know, Rick Oli bigger deal than I mean, certainly I ever thought. Oh, oh yeah, he died. <laughs> so this will be Rick Oli. Padme's tomb when Vader. Oh yeah, I read that, Zipper that comic. That was a good comic. So yeah, Rick Oli uh, getting some what? live episode yeah, ten takes a, here you know, off my phone. He, you know, welcome people to Coruscant. And that's all he did. But you know, he, <laughs>
0: he, he dies a, a quite um
1: heroic death. I have no really, idea who I picked uh, here. Yeah, Zipper I have no idea who he picked either.
0: and all that stuff past the film. So. Um who is welcoming us to Coruscant? Rick Oli.
1: X caliber There we go <laughs> yeah. knew it So let's listen to the reasoning here and I know we had Tony Shavani as R2D2 Oh okay so Shivani was R2D2 <laughs> oh, no. What was
0: JR I guess JR going to be C3PO and I think more than anything just, he was a pilot Oh is JR going to be NASA? Boss Nass I may have told you this, but he was the big commentator
1: at Oh big, big I, I think jr was
0: <laughs> might have be boss nass who's coming up
1: uh, all right uh,
0: onward yes all right newt gunray the viceroy <laughs> as a pawn to darth sidious this trade federation viceroy oversees the invasion of naboo in a surprise at the power of resistance he meets uh, you know he um this is kind of his big villain movie um he and Rune Hako are believed to be racist caricatures like many <laughs> of the aliens in Star Wars. Um but uh but the, that um he's in episodes 2 and 3 in in minor roles. I think he's in the um the big arena scene with the bugs with Count Dooku. Um, oh yeah. But then he gets fucking wiped by uh Darth Vader, you know, like like non-burnt Darth Vader. Um where he wipes out him and all like the other supporting villains like they had no idea what to do with him but just throw him in that room <laughs> and just wait to get murdered um who we got for Newt Gunray?
1: well i can't remember which of the young bucks i'd picked uh as the other guy but uh i'll just say the other young buck <laughs> brandon cutler there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was more? This one was newt. Newt was more the main of the Yes, two, he was. Right? Yes, so I he guess was. this was probably Matt Jackson, and then Nick the other was. Name. What was the other one's name?
0: Uh, Rune Hako.
1: Rune Hako. Yeah, that's right.
0: All right, and then last, I guess not technically last. We'll kind of hold that here. We have Boss Ness. The protective leader of the Gungans, he agrees to help Queen Amidala fight the Trade Federation's invasion of Naboo. Wow, that's a pretty toothless description of him. They didn't talk about the or, you know, or the planet core, you know, or any any of that stuff, or that he was, I think, another racist caricature in some from some movie called Gunga Din or something like that, you know. Um, Anywho, who uh who we got for the bosses of (laughs) nests
1: i don't even know you got any ideas here i mean i mean it could be jr i guess it could be jr but i'd already had i mean i guess if we had shivani as r2d2 i guess i can't pick him again right but yeah i feel like he makes much more sense as a a c3po than an r2d2 but
0: yes yes
1: oh how about paul white
0: (laughs) oh yeah. (laughs) yeah perfect Perfect. He's
1: been an announcer. He's big and blah, 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 blah. yeah. Yep. Paul, Paul White,
0: exactly.
1: Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can find. I've got episode nine, the plot show, up here. One of our early favorites. Yeah. That's the birth of put that cigarette out. Yeah. But this would be Captain Panaka. Yeah. Here we go. Panaka. <laughs> he... Wardlow. Interesting. <laughs> so when I Interesting. actually Interesting. Sent me a brick, he's, he's that is
0: MJF yeah. protector.
1: Well, been very who is MJF? You liked that? Did you look up that he was, you know, loyal to Palpatine becomes a mom? No. Oh my God. You were excited here. Yeah, MJF is another one. better than you he probably would have been Darth Maul in retrospect. Probably. Oh yeah, easily. Well, actually,
0: if he's protector, he would have been like Padme or the Queen or something like that. Cause yeah, he that's who he protects. If if Captain Panaka
1: oh, is yeah. Wardlow,
0: yeah, it would have to be that. True. Um, yeah. All right. True. We got one more. We have the, the, gold, gult, the, the Golden gold. Yoda. Yeah. So just a few little weird factoids about this. It was pretty rare to find. But um, here's what you got for it. There's two piece bits of text on the side of the can, and I'll read this first one. <laughs> All right, come on, here. Shit, can't see it. Hang on.
1: You're good, dog. All
0: right, congratulations. Thank you. You have found a gold Yoda can and have won $20. Wow. (laughs) Subject to verification, to redeem your prize, call 1-800-652-1800 for details and official rules. Game in September 15th. 1999, 20. (laughs) Congratulations! (laughs) Yeah, and then it says something like I think it was in all forms too. It was in Pepsi One, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and Mountain Dew. Wow, Um, yeah. Uh, what's it say? Size matters not. That's why this Jedi Master knows the smallest things can make the biggest difference in the troubled galaxy. You know Yoda, he's the little thing that is now baby somehow, um, and, uh, and and yeah, you know Jedi Master uh, in the was a puppet, and then in the prequels was a CGI thing that flipped around. Um, who we got for this?
1: I kind of have an idea. For, I think we'd you know, always kind of had one pegged, and that would be Chris Jericho. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say, and I think that's yeah. a great way to close it out too. Yeah, you know, I mean, kinda... AEW probably wouldn't have been a thing without him. You know, he was their first major star that really kind of got people in on this. First world champion, you know, still very relevant today. You know, he's had some ups and downs, but he's also in his fifties. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely fitting and. And it kind of in the show here after we talked about uh, his WWF debut in 1999, which yeah. you'll have to watch because it's a definitely a classic segment for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, I'll definitely have to check it out. Um. So real quick, just just to think. So that Golden Yoda can worth 20 bucks, right? For that. <laughs> so I'm looking at some resale values on eBay. One's 30 dollars. An unopened <laughs> one is 75. Wow, and there's a sealed one with no soda for with for forty. So yeah, they're less than a hundred. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember that was sort of like that was like the lily fucking Wonka of soda. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, all that. But um, how about yeah. it? How about it? Well, do you want to close the sucker up or what? Yeah, let's uh let's sew her up and then uh give and then take away the anesthetic. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And bring it back to uh to life
1: because it wasn't dead yep yep okay well i guess uh next time we'll be talking to you will be episode 100 i know that'll be a big one fucker yeah Yeah, we'll we'll
0: have to we'll have to get our ducks in a row for that for sure Yeah. like we said we'll
1: obviously be reviewing aew revolution Mm -hmm. hopefully with a special guest or two and hopefully having other guests riddled throughout i mean we'll kind of i guess we'll kind of have two parts whether we actually break it up or not but we'll have mm-hmm. the the revolution review and then just other shenanigans and look backs and people to talk to and yes fun to be had but uh yes.
0: shenanigans
1: <laughs> jcp <laughs> eddie is java holy fuck <laughs> yeah i'd like to get. i have reasonings for all of these oh like, yeah, yeah, know,
0: yeah 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 we were fat shaming hardcore go man. back yeah <laughs>
1: That probably would have been episode if we did we start this on episode one? No two, I think. Okay. And that yeah, would have yeah, probably yeah. been like episode four or five. Uh yeah. you can go down. It's perfectly uh timed out on the timestamp. If you wanna check it out, uh you can hear me, I guess, fat shame Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that was definitely a fun uh Fun exercise, and early part of the DNA of our show, which uh, didn't we end up we were watching like the yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That was like what we were a doing. A week or two before we recorded the first episode or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, well, we recorded footage of it and and you can listen to us talk about that on the first episode, as a matter there of fact. There you
1: go. There yeah. you go. Well, hey, um, thanks for all those who tuned in, commented, yes. uh enjoyed yourself. Yeah. We love you. Yes, we love, love you each love each other. Be nice. Be cool. Don't be a penis.
0: All right, see you in three digits.
1: See ya. Bye. Later. Bye bye. Bye bye.